Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Welcome back, Daniel. Thanks. We got a question today that's right in your wheelhouse. Your wheelhouse. I love my wheelhouse. But I don't know anything about these things. I'm going to learn. I'm going to take notes, maybe. You know stuff about them. Eh, not a lot. I don't know uh, I don't know a lot about the, the HSA world, but we've got a good question from Ashley. Before we get to it, though, I want to uh, just share some odds and ends. If you are not yet following us on Instagram, please do DIY.money. Some fun stuff going on over there. Also, we have a YouTube channel. Not really sure how to get there, so I don't know. I guess it's on our website. Maybe it's through Instagram. I don't know. Do you ever know how to get to our YouTube channel, Daniel? Probably go to YouTube and type in DIY money. Uh, you're going to find like how to like duct tape a you know pipe or something. Certainly, we've put the link to YouTube somewhere. It's somewhere. It's on our website, maybe DIY.org, DIYmoney.org. Um, but nonetheless, check out our YouTube where we're starting to do some videos from people who are sending us questions uh, via email. Finally, we've got the DIY Tribe uh, through Facebook. So if you're a Facebook user, join the DIY Tribe. That's a closed group. Uh, we do post the videos in there and some other great content. And, oh, by the way, flying off those virtual shelves, the DIY Money book. That's right, Amazon. You can go to DIY Money, and you can check out the book of the steps that we follow, how to budget, how to track your expenses, how to prioritize margin. <gasps> What's margin? I don't know. Get the book. DIY Money. Amazon. All right, without further ado, let's go to Ashley and her question regarding HSA. Ashley, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hey, Quentin Daniel, this is Ashley from West Palm Beach, Florida. So my question for you is in regards to a health savings account. Um, currently, I'm saving 20% of my income split in between a 401k and a Roth IRA. And I don't know if I should be allocating some of that money into a health savings account. Any information that you have would be greatly appreciated. Thank you for doing what you do, and I truly love the show. All right. Good question, Ashley. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people are curious about this. Uh, so I, I think, you know, Daniel, you got you got about 10 minutes here. <laughs> uh, so, you know, why don't you give us the historical background of the HSA, when it was created, who created it, why did they create it, how does it work? Give us all the background that you possibly can. I just totally put you on the spot. I know that. You don't have to give us the, all the background. No, we want people to actually keep listening to the show yes, and but, not totally tune out. All right. So what are your thoughts on Ashley's question regarding an HSA? By the way, oh, real, real quick, though. She's saving 20%. Did you want me to answer it? Or no? no, not yet. <laughs> uh, let's, give her some, let's give her a round of applause for... 20% savings. I mean, that is bravo. For those of you new to the show, we're, uh, I don't know what you, what are you an advocate of? I know you don't follow rules of thumb. What's your, are you, you're like a. I'm an advocate it? of financial planning. Yeah, but what was the percentages that you like to say? Uh, well, it goes with the 50, 30, 20. Is that the one you're talking about? I don't know. We talked about it a couple shows ago. Our audience didn't hear that word because I've instructed Steve to beep that out. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not a political show, but anyways, whatever. Uh, sorry. What is 
again? She says 50, 30, 20. So 50 on your sort of essential committed expenses, 30 on sort of, so you have needs, that, that's your needs. 30% on your sort of wants, the, the extra stuff like eating out, entertainment, et cetera, and 20% on savings. I, she didn't create that. That's, that's a real thing that's going around, but she popularized that quite a bit. Okay. Well, I'm a 10, 10, 80 guy. 10 giving right off the top. We like to tithe. It uh, means 10th. So we, we like to give 10% more if we can. Uh, save at minimum 10%. And the 80, uh, in addition to uh, expenses, because we have no debt, we have the ability to save additionally uh, more than the 10%. So uh, maybe we're in the 20 as well. I don't know. But bravo to you for saving 20% of your uh, income. So it sounds like you're well, well on your way. So again, uh, Daniel, take it from here. On your mark, get set. Certainly. So uh, an HSA is a fairly boring sounding uh, savings vehicle. It's something that only some people have access to because you have to have a qualifying health plan for it. So uh, this is called a high deductible health plan. uh, HDHP uh, is the lingo for short. What does that stand for? High deductible health plan. Oh, (laughs) What Literally, I just said before. <laughs> My bad. Hey, no worries. Uh, and one of the biggest questions that we often get, or I often get when talking to people about this, is they go, My health plan deductible is quote unquote high in my understanding of what high would be. Uh, so certainly I qualify for an HSA, shouldn't I? And the answer a lot of times is if your health plan doesn't have HSA in the name or HSA eligible or something like that, or in the plan documents, it says HSA eligible, regardless of how high you think that deductible is, it probably is not an HSA qualifying plan. Uh, So just keep that in mind. There are some stipulations um, as far as how high the deductible has to be, the maximum amount of pockets, certain coverages, et cetera. So usually it will have it in the name. So just be aware of that. However, some people will have this integrated with their employer uh, benefits. So if this is integrated with your employer benefits, keep that in mind. Also understand, not to kind of rant and rave about the fine print here, but it is different. An HSA is different from an HRA, which is a health reimbursement account. Health reimbursement accounts, also known as cafeteria plans for some reason. Uh, We won't go into the history, but uh, certain plans like that are sort of a use it or lose it style of plan. So you might have seen or heard from some of your coworkers that they put money into this sort of health savings account. They probably actually call it a health savings account even though it is more than likely a health reimbursement account. They put money into it, and then sometime around December, towards the end of the year, they're going to the pharmacy and stocking up on stuff like ibuprofen and over-the-counter medications and whatever they can spend uh, stuff on uh, money on medical stuff for because those plans are use it or lose it. Today, we are going to talk about health savings accounts. Health savings accounts, you probably individually own it uh, through a health plan that you are a part of, through either a state exchange, etc., or you have it, you're eligible for it through your employer, yet it is still an HSA, a health savings account, not a health reimbursement account. Whew. We got a lot of the fine print out of the way there. But you're rocking. Go ahead. It's go time. Yeah. So a health savings account can be an incredibly, incredibly useful vehicle. And we're going to kind of walk through this and and, and uh, hope not to, to butcher this too much with sort of the ins and outs technicalities of it. But the most uh, beneficial part of a health savings account is when you put money into it you get a tax deduction. So the the most uh, common mirrored vehicle for this would be like an IRA, individual retirement account, or your 401k. Any sort of non-Roth portion, when you put money in, you get a deduction. So you get to take a deduction on your taxes. It's going to save you a significant amount of taxes. That's what happens with an HSA. Now, 
You can put that money into sort of a cash part of your HSA. Let it sit there. I have a question. Go for it. Um, so I had an HSA once. Mm-hmm. Uh, one year I qualified for this. My, my family and I, we have non-traditional health insurance right now. Um, we just got fed up with paying way too much. This is another podcast for another day. But nonetheless, um, I had one one time. I had to get it through another bank. So I had to get it. And the way we did it is I think the limit was $6,500. And because we were spending way more than that out of pocket, we, at the end of the year, wrote a check to get the deduction and immediately um, got it back in refunded payments or what? I, sure. I don't know. So, I mean, it was like a check-in and movement out. Yep. And I, we did it through Chase Bank at the time. I don't think they allow it anymore. I don't think they even offer it. Yeah, um, a lot of there are some online banks though that you can go through. So uh, I guess my first question is, mm-hmm. where does one do this? Yeah, so if you Google uh, HSA accounts, you'll come up with a few uh, couple banks that are doing it. I personally am doing it through a um, service provider called Further HSA. Further HSA. That's not a recommendation. To go through them. Uh, do your own homework and see which one. But we'll get to why I do that uh, through Further here in a little bit because there's a feature that Further offers that I personally liked, uh, and that's why I went with them. I used to be at hsabank.com and used to have my uh, HSA through them. And what is the feature that you like? Uh, We're going to get to that because it's an important part of an HSA. But uh, first, we're going to talk about the importance of when you put money in, you're going to get that tax deduction. As Quint says, you don't have to wait to take that money out like an IRA. Next question. Long (laughs) as you have medical expenses. Are you phased out from income? I mean, from an HSA, no. Okay, so it's there's no no income as cap. long as you it's have a qualifying only plan. That plan. Okay. Yep, as long as you have a qualifying plan, you can uh, participate in the HSA. You can put money in. You can take it out immediately to cover health expenses that year, or you can let it accumulate uh, in the HSA. So as long as you take it out to cover eligible medical expenses, there is no tax on the withdrawal. So you now have two tax benefits. Uh, the first is you put money in, you get a deduction. That's a tax benefit number one. When you take it out to cover medical expenses, that's tax benefit number two. You you put it in, you get a tax deduction, you take it out, you don't have to pay tax. That is the significant uh, way that it is different from an IRA because in an IRA, you put money in, you get a deduction, but when you take it out in retirement, you pay taxes on it. Now, there's going to be these are the two features to sort of hack your uh, HSA to sort of uh, make it the most powerful savings vehicle um, in your arsenal if you're eligible for it. Okay, most people put money into an HSA, they uh, leave it in the cash portion, they take it out immediately for medical expenses. However, if you want to optimize your finances, and this is, comes into the reason why I went with further uh, for the HSA, the biggest benefit that you will get, which creates the triple tax deduction, so uh, or triple tax benefit. The first one was uh, no tax going in. The second one was no tax coming out. The third is no tax on earnings. So you put money in, you can actually invest in your HSA. So you put money in. I use Further because they utilize some low-cost investments and custody at, uh, at Schwab, which I like because that's where my other investment assets are. I invest that in a, a diversified index fund. Uh, pretty much like a Vanguard total stock market and allow that to grow to retirement. Well, why would I do that? Isn't it risky 
to invest the money that you're using for medical expenses? Well, the trick is, is I am intend not to use that at all costs for medical expenses. Now we're going to pay our medical expenses out of our uh, savings account slash emergency account that we've built up. And we're going to continue to let the HSA grow. Well, why would we do that? Well, with some good record keeping, because the IRS has not put a deadline on when you have to be reimbursed from your HSA, we can keep good record keeping of all of our non-deducted medical expenses between now and retirement, okay? Things that we haven't put on our tax return as medical deductions because we didn't meet the threshold for that year. We can keep good records of all of those. We've never had them impact our taxes. And the day that we retire we can take that money back out of our HSA tax-free. Hold up. Say what? Also, by allowing it to grow in our HSA between now and retirement, and let's say we don't have that good record keeping, we now have a big stockpile of medical spending assets for retirement, which comes in significantly handy when you consider that the average American couple spends in total $250,000 in medical expenses throughout retirement. So keep that in mind. It can be a very powerful vehicle for supplementing your retirement. The way I break it down, I save up to my match in my 401k, 403b uh, employer uh, account. Then I put everything else I can up to the max in the HSA. Then if I need anything left over for retirement, I go back to a, a retirement account to do that. That boy is good. There you go. That was great. You're probably going to have to listen to that again, but that's why, you know, that's why you have a podcast. You can hit rewind and you can listen again and again and again. We should probably do a special episode just specifically on HSAs. Daniel has a wealth of knowledge. He obviously is very excited about uh, this feature. <laughs> go HSAs. <laughs> there you go. All right. You've been listening to DIY Money. Uh, again, friends, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decisions, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.